Welcome to the Relational Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Thompson, joined by my co-host, Austin Hill. Today, we're in part two in our conversation. We hope you enjoy. The scripture passage that came to mind, you know, in the Bible that I was thinking about when I was, when I was thinking about this topic in, in this book was Matthew 7, 3 through 5. And it says, why do you see the speck that is in your brother's eye? But do not notice the log that is in your own eye. Or how can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye when there's a big log in your own eye? You hypocrite. First take the log out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's eye. Now, that's one, that's just, you know, three verses out of the entirety of the Bible. And we know that the Bible, you know, in its entirety, obviously doesn't endorse the fact that we shouldn't have tough conversations with people and because we should. And, and I, but what this is getting at is there is a cancerous kind of illness that happens relationally when, when we are hyper-focused on the failures of others and we neglect our own junk. And the reality is we all have a propensity to do that. I think it's actually our default posture for most of us. We hyper-focus on others' issues and we neglect our own. In effect, we don't take ownership over what we are responsible for or what we are lacking in. We'd rather point out the failures, weaknesses, and vulnerabilities of others. Um. And, and that, and that, if we're talking about being relationally healthy and being in recovering well, that's most certainly incredibly important, right? Yeah, it, it's the it's the the value that you're able to see when you can accurately and appropriately identify what it is that's actually yours to own, which is a lot more than we think. We have a lot more choice in what we do in situations, which means we have a lot more ownership than we realize, but we often put it in other people. Like we choose to like, I'm going to own somebody else's crap. Like to live in denial or blaming others is to say that I am going to own someone else's actions and make that the reason why I can't do something or may make that my motivation. So I am owning something that's not mine. So it's in, it's not the right ownership. It's, it's this exaggerated, unhealthy ownership that we're doing for other people because we are finite people. There's only so much that we can do in a day emotionally and with our time and with our thoughts. And if we're spending so much time focusing on trying to control other people, like this is the, the example that actually we just talked about was it, it's kind of here. It's if somebody is constantly complaining about like the world is messed up and we're, com- they're agitated about politicians that they don't know that they have never met in their entire lives, or they're upset about something else like the economy, like really, what can you do about the economy or like politicians, nothing, but you're spending so much time and energy and like, it's their fault. These things are happening to me. Quit being a coward and own the stuff that's yours. Like you can't do anything about that stuff. And, but it's, you're choosing to be miserable because you're obviously upset and agitated about it. And then you're using that energy to do what? Nothing. 
or just be miserable to be around. But that's a choice. Yeah. You know, it makes me think, and we all struggle with this, right? Because there's something, there's just something so insidious and like, oh, and evil about, about gossip, you know, because this is how gossip is. And we all want to do it, but there, but, but there's this like, there's this, uh, what gossip is, it's like, I'm finding somehow it inflates my ego when I talk about the failure of other people or the wrongdoing or the mishaps of others. Right. And it's like, I can't tolerate looking at myself for what I am. And so because I can't tolerate my stuff, I've got to hyper-focus on other people's stuff. It's actually a sign of deep weakness. I think gossip is because it, because, because I can't tolerate my my um, insecurity. I can't tolerate my uh, me maybe not measuring up in some way to someone else. And so, so I have to somehow find ways to devalue them. And, and it's just amazing how all of these things play out. But in reality, and it's, it's so funny when I was a pastor, you know, the majority, I would say the majority of the conversations I would have with with congregants that were struggling relationally, they were complaining about other people, right? Um, they, they don't like me enough. They don't welcome me enough. They don't talk to me enough. They don't serve me enough. They don't like me enough. I, it's, we have, and again, I'm not taking myself out of this. I, I have the same propensity, but it's just fascinating that we get addicted to focusing on other people's issues. And the reason I bring this up is because what you just said, Austin, like we have this propensity to focus on everyone else's issues when we can do almost nothing about that instead of focusing on ourselves, which I don't know about you, but like, I can, I can choose how I respond to situations. I can choose how I treat people. I can choose how I talk to my neighbors. I can choose how I respond when somebody says something nasty. Like I have control over those things. Like I own those things, but it's fascinating how we focus so much attention and energy on the things that we, we literally, I can't, I can't control what you do. But it's funny how we focus so much attention on the other. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Relational Recovery Podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with part three in our conversation. We'll see you then.